Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Sex, Love, and Rock and Roll Radio. Uh, my name is Mo, and I'm your host. And today I um, want to do a little podcast episode on the female orgasm. Um, I feel like it's a little known fact that women, that many women haven't yet experienced orgasm haven't yet meaning they they will at some at some point doesn't mean that they're completely anorgasmic or aorgasmic it just means that they haven't and there are many reasons for this and there are many ways to understand how to move towards achieving um, orgasm which is the ultimate in sexual pleasure so um, I really wanted to talk about that today a little bit. So um, first of all, I'm going to start off by saying that orgasm is not the end-all, be-all of sex. Um, I think it's important to recognize that you can enjoy sex, um, as many women do, and experience all the pleasures that go along with it and, and enjoy it um, despite experiencing, despite not experiencing that, that ultimate climax. So one of the main things that I want to start out by saying is, is why a lot of women don't, haven't achieved or experienced an orgasm. In my experience, um, working with women for many years around this realm is because they don't feel safe. Now, women have historically been shunned for having, you know, healthy sexuality, historically, you know, labeled things as we know, um, sex negative terms like slut or whore if they like and enjoy sex. So, um, and, and then the other thing to also note is masturbation. Women don't, aren't necessarily encouraged in our society like men are to masturbate or to explore their own body by themselves. Men, on the other hand, you know, men, they, they're given a lot of opportunities to, um, you know, show off their stuff. Um, you know, it's kind of like a rite of passage for men to orgasm and, you know, embrace their sexuality in this way um, via masturbation. Now, that's not the case for women, and I think that has a lot to do with why are so many women that actually haven't experienced um, orgasm is there is this underlying um, message that gets sent to women in our society that somebody else is responsible for their pleasure. Somebody else is going to take them by the hand and guide them and, and show them, show them what they need to know and make them feel amazing and great. And and I have to say that this is all fine and dandy. I'm 100%, you know, with it when a woman can totally surrender and allow um, herself to be taken by her partner. And then I think that naturally the orgasm may follow. Now, it doesn't necessarily always, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but um, one of the things that I'm talking about here is is feeling safe. So in order for her to be 
sort of led by this person, it could be male or female, into a state of complete orgasm, she has to feel safe with that person. Um, she has to completely surrender. And a lot of times there's, for whatever reason, maybe negative tapes running in the back of her mind. Maybe she's been hurt before. Maybe she's scared of sex. I mean, there are so many messages that women are fed from a really, really young age in our society. And things are getting better, I hope, um, that might prevent her from completely letting go during intimate moments. So, um, so that's the first thing. It's important to recognize that there could be a lot of negative stories, a lot of historical messages that um, a woman who hasn't experienced orgasm is harboring. And she's probably totally not conscious about it. Um, it's, seeped, it's really, really seeped deep into our psyche um, from a young age sometimes, um, if, you, if you observed someone getting um, punished for masturbation or you were punished for masturbation yourself, um, the, the messages that I've heard people tell me that they've received in their life run the gamut. Um, and a lot of times it's not even about you. It might be about an older sibling that you saw or you, it might be about... Um, you know, characters on television. So there's a lot of that um, that sort of seeped into our psyche. Add on top of that that parents aren't the ones teaching their their daughters about sex necessarily. So um, so they're getting all these negative messages, and I'm talking about young girls, you know, either then or now that are getting all these negative messages on the one hand, and then on the other hand, there's no information to counter it. So there's no one telling them, well, this is how, in fact, this is how babies are made, or um, this is where female orgasm comes from. There's nothing to counter that. They're piecing together information from their friends. Um, they're getting information from the television you know, um, they're they're seeing images in, you know, different magazines with all these really sexy women um, that look really great, but no one ever talks realistically and honestly with them about sex. So we kind of get stuck into this, like, dichotomy. It's like, well, it's, you know, it's really good to be sexy in our society, but yet no one's really talking about it. And... I think I have to wait for somebody to, I have to be with somebody in order to be sexy because otherwise I'll be seen as a slut, et cetera, and so forth. So that's, that's my little tidbit on that, um, that aspect of the negative messages that women receive um, that might prevent her from being comfortable, letting go, embracing her own sexuality, and so forth. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention is majority of women experience orgasm from their clitoris, 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 clit, whatever you call it, majority of women. Now, there are a lot of women that do experience vaginal orgasm. Um, there is, has been a lot of talk over the last few decades about a G-spot orgasm. There are women that might even ejaculate um, when they 
orgasm. And typically that's been believed to be from some, some sort of G-spot stimulation, and the G-spot is believed to be inside, um, inside the woman's vagina. But I'm going to focus today on the, clit, the clitoris, which, which I like to think that a lot of people are familiar with, a lot of women are familiar with, but maybe they're not. Um, and, and that's where the majority of women experience orgasm. So um, typically from a young age, if, if a, a young girl is, you know, masturbates, um, she'll learn that that's how to achieve orgasm by rubbing the clitoris in a certain way that feels good for her. Um, and this can be achieved in a lot of different ways. It can be achieved, you know, with a vibrator. Um, it can be manually achieved. It can be achieved by rubbing against something. But, but I would say like nine times out of ten, the clitoris is involved with the female orgasm. Um, you know, and it can be any combination. There might be, there might be some penetration while the clitoris is being rubbed that can enhance it. Um, there can be um, anal penetration that can also enhance it. Um, so there are many forms that can lead to um, uh, a sort of a joint um, orgasming that involves the clitoris. Um, a lot of women now do experience it other ways, and so, but we're not really going to focus on that in this episode. Um, but I want, wanted to bring this up because a lot of women will get into sexual relationships with men, um, relationships that are solely based on intercourse, and they get all excited, they get aroused, and then they want to have sex because it feels like the natural progression and the next step. So, so they're in it. They're completely in it and they're present, but then they're just having intercourse. And so they lose some of that sensation, that arousal sensation, um, and then it becomes really focused on the guy. And at that point, this is, this is where a lot of women start to feel um, disconnected from sex, start to feel disillusioned, start to feel disconnected from their body um, because they're not understanding or they're not putting their needs up front. They might, you might already have the understanding that, oh, my clitoris needs to be stimulated in order for the orgasm to happen, but it's not, and you're not saying anything. Or maybe there's not even an awareness about that, 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 that rubbing the clitoris at the same time will actually continue to help you build that arousal. So, um, so I think that um, for women, it's important for them to check in, you know, recognize that they're not, you know, that something's happening, that they're not enjoying this. You know, ultimately what happens if you, over time, continue to get into these sexual relationships where it's one-sided and you're not experiencing orgasm and then maybe you've learned to fake it, um, that you know, at that point, it needs to be it, you. You over time, you become bored. You become uninterested in the relationship. Perhaps uninterested in sex. You don't see the point in it. Um, there's nothing in it for you, and sex becomes boring. It becomes a task, and nobody really wants that. I mean, sex is supposed to be fun. Sex is 
supposed to make us feel good. Um, you don't always have to achieve orgasm, but you want to be present and enjoying it the whole time you're in it. You know, otherwise, you know, what's the point of it for somebody else's pleasure? That's not that's not necessary. You don't have to do it for somebody else's pleasure. Like you can get something out of it. So, understanding your body, you know, recognize, you know, understanding how, what turns you on and how you can achieve orgasm yourself. And obviously, that can be done through masturbation is key. So, so this is so we're kind of like it's twofold here. So the first thing I talked about was all the negative messages. So kind of working your way through the negative messages to feel comfortable around sex. <clears throat> Finding a partner that you actually feel safe with that you can actually say, hey, this is what I like, this is what I want. You know, it's not always going to be about the intercourse. That's the second thing. And then the third thing is actually knowing specifically what it is that you like. Maybe you like, um, maybe you like as a woman to stimulate your clitoris while you're on top, like in um, the cowgirl pose, woman on top. Um, Or maybe you just prefer to use your vibrator. Um, But knowing that and bringing that into the intimate situation is going to be, is going to be key in in making sure that you um, enjoy the experience. Now, I want to reiterate that it's not always about the orgasm. I think that for men, a lot of times it can be. Men's sexuality is very different. Um, men's sexuality just kind of like goes up. It just continuously goes up. And I like to say that women's sexuality goes up and then it goes down. It doesn't go all the way down. It goes a little bit dips. And then it goes up again higher and then it dips not as low. And then it just keeps going up and up and up. But women can take breaks. And, in fact, sometimes breaks help. Um, because the clitoris can get really sensitive. So it's important sometimes to, like, steadily build the arousal so that the clitoris isn't getting too numb and, um, you know, leading towards having bigger, better, more intense orgasms. Um, So women can take breaks. Women can potentially go for a lot longer Women can have multiple orgasms. Um, so men's sexuality is very different at focus. You know, they get hard and then they, they want to ejaculate. Women are a little bit different, so that's why it's so easy for women to get into the cycle of, of faking it. And so, but the, the downside of faking it over and over and over is that you lose your sexuality, you lose any joy, any pleasure, and then it becomes an obligation, a task, um, which ultimately, unfortunately, will also kill your relationship because you won't feel like your needs are getting met. So um, that's pretty much everything um, about the female orgasm. Um, I'm not going to get into too much about the ejaculation. Um, I'll just touch on it a little since I have a few more minutes. Um, female ejaculation can be scary for a lot of women, um, especially if they didn't realize their body was capable of doing it. So a lot of people, a lot of women that I've talked to um, sometimes experience trauma around the fact that they can ejaculate. Um, but I just wanted to say this about it. It's actually a very normal thing. Um, women ejaculating is 
very normal thing. Um, and if it's something that you do, you can prepare for it. Just put a towel down. Um, but, you know, you want to learn to embrace it because it's actually an amazing thing. Um, I think female ejaculation suggests that you've totally um, allowed yourself to let go and surrender. And that's an amazing thing. Women can't do that. It's really hard for women to do that. And I think the traumatic part for a lot of women is they feel like they've lost control and that scares them. Um, And so they don't want to lose control again like that. But I just want to say, like, if it's someone that you feel comfortable with, again, that's so important to feel safe. Um, you're not probably not going to orgasm if you are don't feel safe. Um, I talked to a lot of women who <clears throat> might have several partners, um, and they maybe they casually date online on Tinder or something, and um, they so they have a lot of sex, but they're like, why am I not orgasming? You know, I, I orgasmed great with my long-term partner of you know of however long, but now that I'm doing this, you know empowered woman thing, I'm not orgasming. So, you know, it's important to recognize, well, you probably don't feel safe if you've just met someone a week ago or even that same night and you're going to go home with them. You might, you probably don't feel 100% safe where you're going to just let, let yourself go and just totally be yourself. So recognize that we as women need um, to feel comfortable and safe before we can orgasm. And that's obviously not every woman. There are all kinds but if that's something that you have experienced in the past, that might have something to do with it. Um, so that is pretty much it. Um, again, the, the main things to remember are that there are a lot of negative messages around women's sexuality. Um, there are, you need to feel safe and you need to learn to explore your body. Um, the other thing I do want to add about bodies is that not feeling good about your body can have a huge effect on, on sexuality and your ability to feel pleasure and your ability to let go and surrender in the sexual experience and moment. If you feel self-conscious, um, if you, you know, a, a lot of times women after they have a baby, they might, because they put on weight, they might not feel sexy. And so feeling sexy has a lot to do with it. You have to feel sexy in order to be sexy and be in the moment. Um, so bottom line there is check in with yourself, go easy on yourself, maybe you're self-conscious about the way you look. Um, and so that's just something that you need to work on. Um, body image plays a huge role in whether or not we're comfortable sexually because body is obviously inherently connected to sexuality. Um, and again, to, to reiterate, because I can't reiterate it enough, sexuality is not about orgasming all the time. It's not even about necessarily getting hard and having intercourse. There are a lot of other ways to enjoy sex. There are a lot of other ways to be sexy with your partner. Um, There are a million different things that you can do that don't necessarily involve intercourse and orgasm. Um, but But the important thing here to recognize is if orgasm is something that you are looking for and you're frustrated about it and you haven't achieved it yet, um, these are the things to look at. The messages, how safe do you feel with your partner, body image, and how well do you know your body. Okay, so I think I've 
talked a lot about female orgasm and female sexuality. Um, I hope to do another podcast in the next few days about painful intercourse for females, um, as I think that's a very important thing to discuss. And so everybody, and hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will be back real soon.